Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I got a question of etiquette that I want to get into because it sounds like there's some controversy. I don't really think it's a controversy. That has been brought forth from Kylie Kelsey, Jason Kelsey's wife. Jason Kelsey, the future Hall of Fame center for the Philadelphia Eagles. He has not announced that he's retired from the game yet. And I think that he's going to come back for another year. I I do believe that. I I think he's probably waiting to see what was going to happen with Nick Sirianni and all that stuff, whatever. If he was going to retire, I think he would have done it by now. Or maybe he just didn't, he doesn't want to do it during the postseason because Travis is still playing. That could be the, the case, too. Don't upstage your brother. Yeah. So, Jason Kelsey, everybody has seen the footage in the video of him supporting his brother Travis. He's in Buffalo. Chiefs-Bills game. He hops out of the suite. No shirt on. Right? I mean, he's just going. I mean, he's just showcasing his personality, right? And he's definitely top five right now for me of sports athletes I want to hang out at a bar with. Jason Kelsey, no question. Him and Travis are both in my top five. But he, he – <laughs> this is the etiquette issue. So Travis Kelsey, and he revealed this on their podcast, that <laughs> – he he jumped out of the suite with the uh, with the t shirt off. Travis tells him he teases all the brother. He says, "You celebrated my touchdown by taking off your shirt, screaming, jumping out of the suite, chugging a beer with the fans, then jumping back into the suite." I watched this and it was pure pandemonium. Jason laughed and explained, "This is just a man in his elements with his Bills Mafia compadres enjoying the dead of winter. That's what this is." And he claims he was possessed by the energy in the stadium. But it sounds like his wife was not a fan of of what took place. Quote, this is from Jason Kelsey. I don't think Kylie was happy about it, to be honest with you. Uh, He said, noting that he gave his wife a heads up about what to expect. The moment we got in the suite, I said, I'm taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of the suite. And she said, Jason, don't you dare. I'm not asking for permission I'm doing this, end quote. While Kylie warned Jason to be on his best behavior in front of Taylor Swift, he argued that his goofing off was simply part of his charm. Travis reassured his brother, Tay said she absolutely loved you. So now the wife is 
not happy about this. Okay, Kylie, who is Jason Kelsey's um, wife, is not happy with her husband because at a football game, and he's a professional football mm-hmm. player, they're in a suite. Taylor Swift, who is Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, still relatively new girlfriend. Your husband rips off his shirt, jumps into the crowd, and she feels like that's not appropriate. Now, we haven't got fully to the bottom of the what was inappropriate about it. Was it people are speculating that she thought it was inappropriate because Taylor Swift is in the suite and Taylor Swift is dating his brother. First time that you're meeting Taylor Swift. So I'll throw this out to the text line and to the, the, to the listening audience. And they can call in 651-461-9226. Was Jason Kelsey out of line? I don't think that he was. No. no I don't. No. I don't. I mean, I don't. And, and I'm not in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. I've never been married. So I respect everybody's opinion. Clearly. I'm trying to see where he crossed the line. Like, that's just who he is. Like, he is Mr. Personality. He is a guy with a big personality. He is somebody that people gravitate to. He is a massive part of the party. And to me, I don't care if it's the fifth time that he's been in the presence of Taylor Swift or if it's the first time. What does that matter it about him taking a shirt off? And he's just taking a shirt off. He's, he's What's a, the big deal? He's a dude doing dude things. Like, this is, this is bro code right here. It is... He took off his shirt. <laughs> what, what's amazing to me is a professional football player suffered an awful loss the week before. He can just turn it off, go support his brother, and he's just a fan. Took off the shirt, jumped into the stands with Bill's Mafia. And, and they loved him. And they loved him. He... Did you see the story where he this eight year old girl wanted to meet Taylor Swift? Yes, I saw that. And, they, and, they were on a they were on a, a talk show the next day. Yeah, I'm, yeah. He picked up Taylor Swift and turned this girl around so she could see Taylor Swift. I mean, Jason, yeah, he had the little girl in 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 his arms. Yes, and she held up the sign. Yeah, and I'm, Taylor thought it was awesome. It was awesome. I here's the thing about Taylor Swift. The more that I I've seen and I've, and I've been watching a lot about her and just. You know how she handles herself. She seems, for as mega popular as she is, to just want to be a regular person. And this is how you do it. Like, think about it. Jason Kelsey is the talk of the town. We're not talking about Taylor Swift. We're talking about Jason Kelsey taking his shirt off. I love everything about this. And this is great, man. This is a... What, this is a big brother supporting little brother. He's out there pounding a Labatt's blue <laughs> at a football game. And the wife knew. You, If you're Jason Kelsey's wife, you know what Jason Kelsey's about. Do you think that he disrespected his wife? No. I don't. No, not, not, not at all. Not you know all. who you're married to. This is part of his yeah. personality. He told you. And then, and I'll be fair. To, I got to be fair to her. She said, no, don't do it. So she gave him, you know, she, to, she she gave her side of it. She's like, no, don't do that. 
He did it. Anyway. Yeah, but but I mean, at, at some of that, it's like, oh, don't you dare, don't you dare. It's like, well, I'm not asking for permission, and it's like, right then, th- this is not going to lead to a divorce. Like, this is one of those things. that's like, oh my god, don't embarrass yourself, don't embarrass yourself, and he doesn't care. He's there to have fun, living his best life. And guess what, NFL fans? If you haven't stopped watching the NFL because Colin Kaepernick took an E, or if you haven't stopped watching it because of Taylor Swift, you're going to get your fill of Jason Kelsey this week, and you're going to love it. And T-Swizzle. And T-Swizzle. You know what? This This is great, though. This is great for the NFL because this is a guy being a fan He's being a brother. This is everything that the NFL could want. I I love every bit of this, and it's no disrespect because at the end of the day, you just shake your head and you're like, I can't believe you did that. Yeah, I love it. Then he's like, you know what? I did it, and I'm going to do it again because you know he's planning something for Sunday in Baltimore, and we're going to be watching for it. Listen. We we say uh, we have a lot of people that talk about the Manning cast, right? Yeah, I can't wait for the Kelsey cast. They they are absolutely on it. Like they are incredible with what they're doing and, and how they're doing it. And they're relatively new to the space. Like people really, I, I don't think people knew a lot about the Kelseys, and then Taylor Swift comes along. You know, Travis shoots his shot at a shot at a shot, no pun intended, at a show in Arrowhead, and all of a sudden Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, between Taylor Swift adding eyeballs and notoriety to Travis Kelsey and the the, the Kelsey New Heights, it has literally taken them to, to New, New Heights. Heights. And it is it's incredible. Let the man live his life. I hate the Eagles, but I'd love me some Jason Kelsey, man. Give, give me Jason Kelsey. If the Chiefs beat Baltimore on, oh, su- well, hold on, on Sunday. Hold on, hold on. You know The Chiefs going to the Super Bowl? Dude, Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl? Massive story. Massive. It's, it's going to be Taylor Swift, and it's going to be Jason Kelsey all the time. This is absolutely great. I love everything about Jason Kelsey, man. I, God, just a, yeah. I mean, the, do you see him? I mean, he jumped out of the box like that's a that's a center. He jumped out of there like he was a you know he's a rabbit from the six one two. Agree with you guys. The guy's having a great time at his brother's playoff game. Period. I, I'm totally in agreement Let with the you, Texter. Let him live, man. Yeah, absolutely. Let him live. Let All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. We got word on the street, and that's coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Word on the street. Let's see what we got tonight. We've been talking about Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, Kylie Kelsey, hmm, wonder who else we're going to talk about tonight. Well, it, it kind of ties into something we were talking about last night with a, a little bit of uh, T-Swizzle here, like, because Taylor Swift has been trending these past couple of days for all the wrong reasons. Somebody cranked out a bunch of uh, X-rated or not suitable for work AI photos of her. Whoa. And they're absolutely wild. Here, yeah, here's the deal. Tons of different mock-ups and renderings depicting fake Taylor in a bunch of sexual situations have been flooding Twitter over the past 24 hours, and they've all come from artificial intelligence. And yes, they do look somewhat real, too. And all the AI uh, renderings that are circulating, fake Taylor is basically being tossed around and used as a sex prop. And she's depicted in red paint and often fully nude. What? Yeah, there are a lot of other AI offerings that are surfacing, too, and she's being sexualized. Now, some pervs are relishing in the images and trying to crank out even more. It seems more than enough Swifties have come out in fierce defense of their idol. Not just that, but it looks like the Swifties are flagging the accounts that are allegedly spreading all this. And while X tends to let porn slide in the name of free speech, it does appear that moderators on the site are flagging these and yanking them. Some accounts also seem to be getting dinged. Of course, she hasn't addressed this yet, and frankly, she doesn't need to. But it's very much so beneath her. But the fact that these AI porn pics made their way onto the Internet in the first place signals a dangerous time for a lot of celebrities. We've seen other instances of AI trying to impersonate or replicate stars, be it through music or otherwise. But now deep fake images showing them in gross settings are the latest. And it's scary times we're living not in. Not good. It's not good. No, this it's is not. terrible, man. It is. Awful. I'm not with the AI stuff. We talked about this a little bit last night. We talked, mm-hmm. Well, we talked about the uh, the voice over stuff, yep. and now we're talking about images. When when will it end? It won't end anytime soon, I don't think. It's, it's not. We, we've we already gone down there, and I don't we're know. down that road, huh? I, I don't know how you're going to regulate it because you – Regulators, you know, mount up. Yeah, this is uh, – yeah, Warren G is not walking through that. In the, <laughs> what about Nate Dogg? Nate Dogg, rest in peace to Nate Dogg. Hey, deliverance, right? We've all seen it. We all know about it and the Ned Beatty scene. Well, Herbert Coward, who played the infamous toothless man from the film Deliverance, was killed in a car crash in North Carolina along with his friend and beloved pets. Now, Coward was making a left turn out of a parking lot after a medical appointment in Haywood County Wednesday when his silver Nissan was struck Mm. by another vehicle that tried to avoid him, according to the North Carolina Highway Patrol. The actor and his three occupants, Bertha Brooks, a chihuahua, and a squirrel, were trapped inside the wreckage and had to be extricated from the car by first responders. Police said, and the four died at the scene. 
Now, the 16-year-old <gasps> motorist suffered Oof. minor injuries and was taken to a local hospital out of an abundance of caution. Now, investigators did not charge the teenager because they determined no crime was committed. Of course, in the you know, thriller from 1972, which I feel was way before its time, Deliverance, he played the frightening role of a hillbilly with missing front teeth, and he was just known as Toothless Man. In one of the horrific scenes, a coward's character and his hillbilly sidekick sodomized a man in front of his friend who was tied to a tree in a forest, and he was 85 years old. Yeah, t- terrible. Um, That's such a tragic thing, man. I mean, it it's such an accidental... Oh, man. You're coming and, and, from a doctor's appointment, yeah. too. Like, you're just, you're and living, you know that yeah. 16-year-old is going to be traumatized. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't know who was at fault. None of that. Yeah. It, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But uh, a man was killed. And unfortunately, uh, rest in peace to Herbert Cowart. Hey, Whoopi Goldberg knows a thing or two about nominations for the Oscars, which is why her saying Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig were not snubbed this year and saying that's fascinating. Now, there's a lot of pearl clutching going on amongst Barbie fans after the lead star and the director missed out on Oscar nods earlier this week. But Whoopi kept it realer than real on The View Wednesday, saying as the crew was discussing it, saying flatly they were not entitled to anything. Whoopi said the obvious to kick her off. Uh, Whoopi said the obvious to kick off her thoughts, noting the quote, everybody doesn't win when it comes to the Academy Awards. And most importantly, not everyone can be nominated. Whoopi then put it matter-of-factly, adding, you don't get everything you want to get. There are no snubs. That's what you have to keep in mind. Not everybody gets a prize, and it's subjective. Movies are subjective. She then explained that just because Barbie was a fan favorite and a money, money, uh, moneymaker doesn't necessarily mean it was a shoe-in in and of itself, saying the movies you, la- you love may not be loved by the people who are voting. And it's worth noting that Whoopi is an Academy member. Now, she did win an Oscar herself, and she's been nominated for a second, too. So she's been through it, and considering the wave of outrage on behalf of Margot and Greta, it's interesting that she's taking a somewhat controversial stance. Yeah, that does seem pretty controversial. I mean, it's you know, every, we're all entitled to our opinions. I'm a little bit surprised that she's coming out and just kind of like, she's taking such a strong stance saying basically that, and we know this, everybody can be nominated. Yeah. Everybody, but... When you have so many people that have such the strong opinion that there was a snub here, I'm a little bit surprised that she came out this strongly and saying, whatever. I can understand where she's coming from. I do, too. Because, yeah, you have all of these nominations. I mean, on the surface. I think she's trying to make headlines. <laughs> Does she made she, headlines. Yeah, she's making word on the street. Uh, uh, yeah, word on the street. I don't even know the bit that we're in. Man. But she, you know, best picture, best supporting actress. Best actor. But it's like that one is there. But at the same time, yeah, you can't be nominated for everything. So I, I get that. But why why are there so many other nominations and Margot Robbie isn't? Again, I thought the movie itself was underwhelming. That was just me because a lot of people talked it up. And finally, Wizards of Waverly Place alum Dan Benson knows he's being cut out of the Disney Channel show's upcoming reboot and says it's upsetting but not shocking doing to his uh, very adult career choices. Dan said he's disappointed over being unable to reprise the role of Zach Beekerman and also acknowledges he didn't really leave the show's bosses any real option to include him, having gone from child star to OnlyFans porn star. Mm. He, he totally sees things from their point of view, saying it would be unreasonable to bring back his wholesome character while he's also publicizing all of his risque personal life decisions. 
While he's sad his career choices affected his chance to be back on screen, he says he actually would have said no to the reboot if the bosses asked him. That's a lie. Yeah. Well, he's, he, <laughs> hey, he said that the reason being that life after the show got really hard for him as he struggled to land another mainstream acting gig. Now he's over being dependent on something else for opportunities, something he doesn't have to worry about because now he's his own boss and makes it happen for himself. Yes, he's moved on, but he is still nostalgic for Waverly. He hasn't really moved on. I don't think. I, I mean, I you hear those stories all the time, though, right? When when certain actors have this role and they try and get another role, it's like they've been typecast. Oh, for sure. So I, I mean, I mean, I'm sure having an OnlyFans probably did not help. But it's it's kind of like ironic that we're hearing a man being criticized for having an OnlyFans when most of the time. We hear that it's the women that are yeah. being criticized for an OnlyFans. So switch it up a little switch bit. Switch it up a little bit, yeah. Uh, speaking of switching it up, let's talk some wrestling. Augsburg wrestling coach Tony Valak. He joins us next. The Battle of the Bergs. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Augsburg University, the defending NCAA Division three national champions. They enter Friday's dual event as the number one ranked team in the National Wrestling Coaches Association's Division Three Tournament National Rankings. And joining us now to talk about the Battle of the Bergs is the head coach at Augsburg University. Tony Vallett joins us here on The Lake Show. Tony, it sounds like you're out and about. You're watching some wrestling and recruiting as we speak. Yeah, a, a great high school event tonight. The number one team in Minnesota and the big schools, AAA, Moundsview High School is wrestling the number one team in AA, Simley High School. So a couple of our verbal commitments to Augsburg are wrestling. And um, so coming out and supporting, watching a, watching a fun dual meet tonight. Hey, Coach, how, uh, how many hours a week do you see yourself in a gym, uh, whether it's coaching guys up or, or your specific meets or just watching high school kids? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot of hustle, and that's for sure. I feel like um, when you try to keep the tradition up that we have at Augsburg, you know, you're always looking for the next wave of guys. So the guys we're recruiting right now are the success we're going to have two, three years down the road. So it's kind of a never-ending process. Well, you know, don't you think that once you come into the gym, uh, knowing the success of your program and, you know, just Augsburg in itself, th- that's got to be about the best selling point to these young people to have them come in and, uh, and uh, wrestle for you? For sure. You know, it's huge in the state of Minnesota, um, but Minnesota's got a, a lot of really high-level wrestling programs. Obviously, the University of Minnesota with the Gophers, you know, St. Cloud State's been winning NCAA Division II national championships, so certainly our tradition helps us get in the door, and then it's building those relationships. So that's kind of the, you know, for us, we got to out-hustle all those scholarship schools in Augsburg. I'm totally with you. All right, so, so Coach Valak, tell me a little bit about the annual Battle of the Bergs because this is something new to me, so explain it. Yeah, so the Battle of the Bergs is a big-time rivalry between Augsburg and Minneapolis and then Warburg College down in Waverly, Iowa. Um, so it's our annual dual meet, um, and we our programs between the two have won the last 29 NCAA Division Three national championships. So it's either been Augsburg or Warburg to win the NCAA tournament at the end of the year, basically since 1991. So wow. um, big-time big dual meet uh, rivalry. Um, so we're the top two teams in the country. 
Of the 20 guys who will wrestle tomorrow night, 17 of them are ranked nationally in their individual weight class. So there's going to be a lot of high-level matchups tomorrow night. Yeah, and that's going to be uh, taking place at uh, is, is it Cy Melby Hall in Minneapolis uh, between you two, and it's and that's uh, taking place at 7:30 p.m. for all the people that are out there listening. And you mentioned your opponent in terms of uh, Warburg; uh, they've been pretty accomplished as well as you just mentioned. So when we talk about a rivalry, this is the true intense rivalry between the two schools. For sure, yeah, this one's everything. You know, kind of cool. We actually had a. A group with the NCAA that's doing a rivalries podcast. They just spent six guys from New York City, spent two days in Waverly with Warburg, and they're spending three days in Minneapolis doing a big documentary on the rivalry. So definitely nationally known. If you've heard of Augsburg wrestling, you kind of think of Warburg wrestling and and the other way around. So tonight or tomorrow night, a lot of bragging rights on the line. Yeah, we're talking to uh, wrestling coach Tony Valick from uh, Augsburg University here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830. WCCO, the Battle of the Birds tomorrow night at seven thirty. Uh, I I hate bringing up bad news or or maybe some 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 negative stuff, but let's be honest here. This is the second dual meet between the two programs this season, and they edge you guys out twenty one nineteen just as recently as January the sixth. But now uh, you get them in in Minnesota and not in Iowa. For sure. We're hoping we're hoping that hometown crowd can bring us one more win to swing that duel the opposite way. So, yeah, they, they, they snuck one out on us a, a couple of weeks ago and wrestled a little bit better than us. So we're hoping to uh, change and make some of those adjustments tomorrow night. Hey, Coach, give me a, a few names of uh, some of your top wrestlers that me, maybe people out there that are going to head on over and watch the Battle of the Birds that they should be aware of. For sure, yeah. So we got Tyler Kims from Apple Valley Powerhouse High School Wrestling Program. Um, he's our heavyweight, um, so he, he's a big-time name. We've got the Stahl brothers from right across the border in Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Sam Stahl was a national champ for us last year. Um, we've got Blake Jagosinski's from Fairmount Martin County West. So lots of guys from Minnesota and Wisconsin kind of dominates our roster. So lots of fun, high level wrestling from the area. What's the atmosphere like, uh, when you guys get together, Do, will there be some, uh, some travel from the people, uh, that will come from Waverly to, to, to be in the house and support their guys as well? hundred percent. Yeah. Iowa loves their wrestling. So they'll bring up a big crowd. You know, we're expecting, you know, somewhere over a thousand people tomorrow night. So for small college wrestling, that's a pretty, pretty cool atmosphere and turnout. Um, you know, we wrestle under the spotlight and we have the smoke machines and the, you know, the extra lights and run out songs. And so we, we try to create a pretty cool atmosphere for the duel. All right, that's going to be awesome. I, I can only imagine what the uh, the turnout's going to be like. The Battle of the Bergs in itself, just the name itself is something I think that a lot of fans and a lot of the student stuff can get behind. But that takes place tomorrow night at 730. Hey, Coach uh, Tony Valley from Augsburg University, I appreciate you coming on the Lake Show tonight. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Have an awesome night. All right, take care. That's Tony Valley from Augsburg University joining us here on the Lake Show. I, I just love... I just love the annual Battle of the Birds. That sounds dope, yeah, right? And, 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 I mean, you've got two. It's not like you've got one program that's strong. They're and, both strong. And, and, yeah. I mean, almost three decades of dominance. I mean, you talk about it's hard to sustain something that long, but think about what that means for recruiting mm-hmm. because at D3, you don't have scholarships. So – that means even more to have that sort of success. And 
Cy Melby Hall is a great atmosphere for D3 wrestling, and, and I hope that they pack it tomorrow night. And uh, the Augies can... Have you ever been to the Battle of the Bergs? I have I've been there once, and okay. it was uh, quite a while ago. But it, okay. it is it, it is really, really cool. It is awesome. And I, I let's go Augies. Let's go Augies. All right. Uh, real quickly, man, the Wolves... Uh-oh. I hope this is not a significant injury for Rudy Gobert. Hopefully he just... What, what, what do we call it when you hit your elbow and... Um, you hit the funny bone? Yeah, the funny bone. Hopefully it's just a funny bone deal, but he is aggressively trying to work out that that elbow and that arm. So the Wolves on a back-to-back, they they lead the Brooklyn Nets 91-87. They led by as much as, what, 17 at one point? And offense is starting to get shaky down the stretch. That's never good. No, it, it isn't. And I'm just like, jerseys are really white tonight. Like, I, I don't know. I, maybe oh, it's just, time out, Coach Finch. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because you're in Brooklyn and like the, it's the black and the white. Because when the the Nets move from New Jersey to Brooklyn, it's like they completely rebranded. It's just our TVs. That's what it is. What you said? The jerseys are light. Well, no, I mean the the jerseys. It's just very white. The road white for the Wolves, and then the the home blacks for the. Oh, man, that's a push. I was about to say, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a push. I mean, Mike Conley missed a couple of games. Come on, Spencer Dinwiddie. Can't do that. Bad Spencer. All right. uh, So awesome to have the coach on. Talk about the Battle of Little Bergs. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Final segment of the Lake Show. Oh, and we got to do headlines as well. We'll do that next. Oh, I love the back and forth of this uh, women's college basketball game. LSU is leading South Carolina 67-65 with less than five minutes remaining in the game. I love this on ESPN. You'd like to see, kind of going back to what Coach Valak was talking about, you'd like to see the competition between two I love it. very good programs. I mean, you got LSU, South Carolina. I mean, two powerhouse women's basketball programs right there. Yep. Let's get into the headlines here, uh, H. Lake. President Joe Biden won New Hampshire in the largely symbolic Democratic Party on Tuesday, prevailing in an unusual writing effort after he refused to campaign or even appear in the state ballot. Now, Biden easily bested two long-shot challengers, including our own representative, Dean Phillips, and self-help author Marianne Williamson, who were on the ballot along with a host of little-known names. His victory in a race he was not formally contesting essentially cements the president's grasp the Democratic nomination for a second term. But Phillips is still setting his sights in South Carolina and Michigan after getting just under 20% of the vote. He said he'd hope he'd hope to win more than 20%, but declare the results in a victory in a speech to his supporters. The New Hampshire race will likely not count towards amassing delegates for the presidential nomination after Democrats in the state bucked a Biden champion revamp in the primary calendar that placed South Carolina at the fourth of the Democratic race for the White House. Now, the contest was overshadowed by the Republican primary, where former President Donald Trump followed up his win last week in Iowa with another victory to prove that he seized control of the party's nomination over his latest remaining challenger, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. But New Hampshire allows unaffiliated voters to participate in either party's primary. I just think it's hard to really, you know, say to Dean Phillips that he should stay in the race when he only got 19% and Joe Biden wasn't even on the ballot and he got all that support from a write-in. Like, like, 
you know, it's, I'm, it's not hard try- to justify I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to knock him, but it is hard to justify him staying in. Yeah, it, it, it is. And again, maybe, maybe there's more of a long game at play here than what we know, but that's all stuff that's, you know, being, you know, if it is, it's being held close to the vest. Yeah. A, a Trump White House official convicted of contempt to Congress for refusing to cooperate with a congressional investigation into the January 6, 2021 attack in the U.S. Capitol is set to be sentenced Thursday. And uh, he was actually sentenced. Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro was sentenced to four months behind bars and a two hundred thousand dollar fine. He was the second Trump aide to face contempt to Congress charges. Navarro was found guilty of defying a subpoena for documents at a deposition from the House January sixth committee. Navarro served as a White House trade advisor under then President Donald Trump and later promoted the Republicans' baseless claims of mass voter fraud in the twenty twenty election. He lost. Navarro's vowed to appeal the verdict, saying he couldn't cooperate with the committee because Trump had invoked executive privilege. A judge barred uh, him from making that argument at trial, however, finding that he didn't show Trump had actually invoked it. Justice Department prosecutors say Navarro tried to hide behind claims of privilege, even when he knew exactly when the uh, what the committee wanted, showing a disdain for the committee that should no longer uh, that should warrant a longer service. Navarro was the second Trump aide to face contempt to Congress. Former White White House advisor Steve Bannon was convicted of two counts. He was sentenced to four months behind bars, though he's been free while appearing as conviction. You know, the thing that I just can't get my head wrapped around is the fact that all of these, we've had all of these indictments, all of these court cases, um, and and Trump, the Trump train, as some call it, Mm -hmm. and the support is, is, is still strong. Like, you don't compile this track record of indictments and and people going to jail for nothing. Like I just don't. All of the signs are there. Yes, I don't get it. When the smoke is fire, I, I I mean, but people don't want to. You know, the Democrats are the ones that have the Zippo, though, right? They're the ones rubbing the two sticks together to start the fire. Well, th- th- this whole thing about the election being st- like. If the election indeed was ever stolen, it would have been proven by now. Yes, we would the have judges, known. Uh, uh, who's your? Who's uh? I was about to say your guy. He's not your guy. Who's I, my guy? I, Come I, on, I, bring I, it at me. I, I say that jokingly. Yeah, I, no, Mike I Lindell. Know. He's got the proof. Oh man, he's got the evidence. He's going to roll it out. My pillow, my guy, my proof. Okay, I just don't get it. I, you know, I, I just don't get the support behind. I, like, if there's something there that's real, then you want to see it. But it goes back to people just believing in some baseless conspiracy because this is what you want to believe. Mm. I, at this point, those that want to believe it are knowingly living in some sort of bliss ignorance. And by the way, when it comes to these subpoenas, the people that are, are issuing the subpoenas now mm-hmm. are also the ones that defied the subpoenas in the first place. For sure. For sure. So how can you expect somebody – to follow a subpoena yep. when you were a subpoena and, be, and gave Jim a Jim Jordan, we're looking at you. Jim Jordan, yes. Basically gave a middle finger. Like, no, I'm not going to do it, but I expect you to do it. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. It is the height of hypocrisy. Hey, a British actor, Tom Holland. Apparently, uh, he makes a, a little bit of coin. but Yeah, he makes a lot of he coin. He makes a, a lot of coin. <laughs> but he knows all too well the trials and tribulations of uh, being almost namesake of an incredibly famous actor. Now, there's the White Lotus actor, which is Tom Hollander, but he said he was once mistakenly sent Tom Holland's first whopping seven figures Avengers 
box office bonus. On the late night with <laughs> Seth Meyers, he said he feels like it's an elephant in the room. There's an actor named Tom Holland. Do people ever make that error? Hollander said, yeah, it's been very difficult. I was here first, but he's more famous. Now, the pair looks nothing alike, mm-hmm. but they say that he's mistaken for him all the time, such as when talking to utility companies. But here's the funny thing. Hollander went on to recall when he was with the same agency as the Spider-Man star, he said briefly, making sure he emphasized and the people in the accounts department, quote, got confused. However, Hollander recounted that when he checks his inbox during the interval. I got an email from my agency saying payment advice slip your first box office bonus for the Avengers. And I thought, I don't think I'm in the Avengers. <laughs> and that it was, was a tip. And it was an astonishing amount of money. And it wasn't his salary. It was his first box office bonus, not the whole box office. And it was the first one. It was more money than I've ever seen. It was a seven-figure sum. Wow. That's crazy, dude. Man, it's, uh, I, I guess, man, I guess I couldn't get mistaken for anybody, which is kind of a shame, but um, good for them. You sure you can? Uh, yeah. Somebody rich? You don't look like anybody rich? Some people once told me I Jack look. Jack Black? N- yeah, well, I mean, maybe from, the, maybe from the neck to the waist, yeah. Jack Black and I are the same. I once did. Uh, when I was younger, I got told that I looked like River Phoenix before he uh, before he OD'd. I don't see it at all. Yeah, I think that's before I was old and in gray. Hey, here's a cool story though from uh, Robert Kraft. A Super Bowl ad is set to be shown during next month's Super Bowl, which will highlight the rise of anti-Semitism. A 30 second spot that says "Stand Up to Jewish Hate." It's a campaign from the nonprofit organization founded by Robert Kraft. Now it's the first time that the Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism is buying an ad during the most visible platform, which last year was watched by 113 million viewers. Now, specific of the ads weren't released, but the organization said it's, it works to inspire Americans of all backgrounds of, to be vocal upstanders for the Jewish community to stand up against all forms of hate. This is just really cool by Robert Kraft to be able yeah. to... I, I don't he know, knows I just, it's needed. He knows it's time. Absolutely. In these in these moments and times right yeah. now, you have to, you know. Step up and do the right you thing. you got to step up, yeah, and, and let your voice be heard. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think he's been given a bet. Be honest, Robert Kraft, has, he doesn't have the best history of behavior. Uh, he, I don't know. I don't know how we can massage that at all. But he maybe this is doing something right. Yeah, but he he's had a he's had a um a history though of giving to to, to good causes. And so I would give him yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So are we overlooking the Florida thing? I not, not necessarily, but uh, oh no no no! I, <laughs> I said I didn't know how to massage that. I know I know. I know, I know. You know? No no no! I'm that's what I'm joking. Yeah, I'm, I mean it's that, that was my playoff for you, yeah, Joe. Uh, he's a very hands-on type of guy. Let me say that. <laughs> oh, wow, you know. All right, uh, we are winding it down here on the show, and we are winding it down with a couple of games. The Wolves lead with 2.4 seconds left. It looks like they're going to get the basketball. They are up two. 2.4 seconds remaining, up two, getting the ball. And South Carolina leads LSU 36.6 um, seconds left in the game. They are up three, and they are uh, they have the basketball as well. So, man, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out. But I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.